This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. That music means it's time to check in with Claire Newell, president and founder of Travel Best Bet. She's always got lots of great travel tips and travel deals, too. Hi, Claire. Hi there, Mike. Happy Monday. Thanks. Same to you. Yeah. So today we're talking about something that I kind of have a little giggle in my voice because when I when I talk about airport security, uh, when I'm in line, I look around and I feel like people think I'm judging them. And I actually kind of am. <laughs> so um, I wanted to just share some mistakes that I see people still making. And the one that's crazy is the 311 rule. This is the one that came into place uh, in t- 2006. So it's been around for so long. And I think frequent flyers know it so well. But I still see these poor women having to hand over their Chanel number no. 5 because the bottle is bigger than 100 milliliters. So just you need to remember that. You can't put that in your carry-on. Otherwise, they are going to take it away. So that goes from big, you know, big bottles of shampoo. I think it's the perfume or the cologne that really gets people because they're so expensive. Well, yeah. I mean, how much does a bottle of Chanel Number no. 5 cost? <laughs> about 150 bucks oh yeah not something you want now there are exceptions to the rule i think most people know this but just just to remind people there are that includes medications breast milk baby formula but Mm. you need to make sure um there's a really good app that you can download called my tsa it's really handy for lots of different things including how long lineups are but you can have there's good uh lists of what you can and can't uh bring. The other thing is if you are going to be taking those liquids, you know, the ones that you're allowed, is don't put them deep in your carry-on and having to try and dig through them when you're in line. It's super annoying to people. And the same thing goes for your boarding pass and ID because you know you have to hand it over and they need to see it. And I mean, sticking with that, the same thing is, you know, your belt, the the change, your watch, anything that you've ever been through and you know set off the alarms, it all just makes for the big waiting game for the people behind you, and you'll hear the uh, the big sighs and people <laughs> getting mad. <laughs> so just make sure you do that. You don't want to be kind of the goat that's in line and get with everybody rolling their eyes. Okay. Uh, you you mentioned the 311 rule, Claire, when it comes to these traveling with liquids. What is that 311 rule? Okay, well, I'm sorry. I should have clarified that. I thought everybody knew that. So you are not allowed to have anything larger than three ounces in individual little bottles. So you can have a lot of them, but they have to fit in one one liter zip-top bag, the clear zip-top bag, and you're only allowed to have one of those per person. So the one, the bags that I use most often are the medium-sized freezer bags. They're a little bit thicker, but you just have to be careful you don't overfill them because if they ask you to put it into their bags, it's a little tight. So just make sure you remember three ounces, one zip top bag, and only one per person. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you else? want a couple others? Yes, please. You do? Okay. So let's just talk a little bit about shoes. One yeah. of the things that um, people don't realize is some of the shoes have metal in the heels, so you may have to take them off. But 
sandals are one of the things that has that just to support it because, you know, the straps are so small on it. But I always say don't wear sandals. I know if you're going somewhere hot, it's so tempting when you want to. But unless you've got either a little pair of socks or little fold-up disposable booties because they, they have them for flying these days, don't do it because you have to walk on that gross airport floor and they're filthy. They're just so filthy. So you don't want to pick up anything before you go away um, and get sick while you're while you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I should talk about at airports, some of the airports that you go into and that are very common for people to go into, whether it's Chicago or L.A. or New York, just remember that when you're going, there are multiple checkpoints. And I think people just go to the easiest one. So the My TSA app that I talked about will actually give you the security wait times on, uh, based on historical data for all of the checkpoints throughout the airport that you're in. So you can actually pick which one's closest to your gate um, or not that far that has a way shorter lineup. Yeah, another another thing I wonder about sometimes, Claire, is if you are going to go through security, uh, obviously you're always going through security, but especially if you're on an international flight, how much time do you recommend giving yourself to get through all the checkpoints and security like what how 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 early should you get to the airport you know for international the thing is is that a lot of it has to do with bags these days because even if you've checked in and you've got you go to the airport and you use the self kiosk and print out your baggage tags the bag drop line can be insane so make sure that you give yourself enough time so for an international flight they typically say at least three hours prior a domestic flight or sorry, a trans-border flight, that would be into somewhere like the U.S. or Mexico. They say two hours, and then for a domestic flight, about an hour and a half. I would get there, give yourself time for traffic, check-in for your bags, going through, if you, you know, you, you will figure out through if you need to go through security, but also some places you need to go through customs. So if you're going into the U.S., you need to budget for that as well. Having the airport's app, if they have one, we're lucky YVR has their own app, but the TSA ones are really important to have as well. I like to go to the airports directly. It'll give you kind of the the start to finish uh, duration of how long it's going to take because sometimes it's their peak time, especially if it's over a long weekend or during the crazy winter break or spring break. It can be nasty, and you're going to need to budget, in some cases, an extra hour. Oh yeah, I like to give myself plenty of time because I find it stressful if you're, especially if you're in danger of missing a flight, and now you're begging people to let you go ahead, you know, to get through in order to make a flight. I mean, people are pretty accommodating. I find if you're in a situation like that. An- another one I find though, but I-, I just try to avoid it. What about like catching a connecting flight? Because I've been in some situations where I might have, say, an hour to catch a connecting flight, but man. That can be not enough time, especially if you got to go through security or customs or something like that. Yeah, it can be really, really tricky. Oh, yeah. And quite often I recommend for people, when you're booking a flight, if it's through the airline and they're allowing the, they call it like a legal connection. My daughter has one coming up. She's going to Lisbon, Portugal, but she's going through Montreal and it's like a 50 minute. Uh, layover and she said to me mom is that enough time she travels enough she she gets it and and she is going carry on only but she uh, i said to her don't worry honey this is the airline does this every day this route and they would you know it's their responsibility 
if you miss your flight. She doesn't want to miss it. She doesn't want to stay in Montreal. There's only one other nonstop flight to Lisbon after. So, you know, she definitely doesn't want to do that. And she was, she was, she noticed it. If you're ever concerned about that, give yourself the extra time. Oh yeah. Don't, don't go on a really, really short connection. And if you are in that type of a situation, the best thing you can do is get insurance that covers you for cancellation and interruption so that if you forget it, uh, you know, and you miss your flight, you can get on the next flight to your destination. If you don't have it, you're in big trouble. The other thing is, is a lot of people these days will book, say, to London and then book a, a low-cost carrier between London and another place in Europe. And they think they've got enough time with three hours. In London, Heathrow, that's nowhere near enough. Oh. So you have to really factor in that time. You've got to collect your bags. They're not going to be checked all the way through for you. You've got to go through customs. You've got to collect your bag, check in for your next flight. So it's a monkey motion. So that's a really good question, Mike. Okay, Claire, let's get to your deals. You always got some good ones. What do you got this week? Well, I've got a hot spot for you because in November, November 24th, it's not going to be as warm here in BC. So there's a deal to Honolulu, Hawaii. It's leaving that November 24th date, Air and Seven Nights Hotel, eight ninety nine. Taxes of oh. two thirty five. That works out to eleven thirty four per person all in. Now the next one I've got is a nine night. Canada, Eastern Canada and New England cruise. I love that part of the world. I've done nearly enough. But this is October the 23rd. So you'll get the fall colors, which is a beautiful time of the year to see it. It's airfare, the nine night cruise and the transfers for twelve ninety nine taxes of four ninety eight. That works out to seventeen ninety seven per person. Wow. And okay. yeah, the next one I want to share with you is an interesting combination. And we did it this year and both of the dates sold out really, really quickly. So it's it's really nice because it's all planned for you. It's a thirteen night trip doing a tour in Italy for six nights and then it's followed by a seven night cruise through the Greek islands. I mean, it's just such a nice way to do it. Um, it's leaving on May the 2nd or August the 29th. I mean, over a year from now. But uh, we have to tell you because it does sell so quickly. It's your airfare, that six-night guided vacation in Italy, the seven-night cruise, almost all your meals are included, and the transfers, $29.99, taxes of $8.98, so $38.97, and you don't have to plan a thing. It is done for you. Okay, Claire, where can people get all the information? It's all online at travelbestbets.com. And I should just do one quick thing. The Passenger Bill of Rights came out today. And uh, I put all the information kind of in a summary for people on clairenewell.com. And it gives you all the breakdown of what you need to know if you have any questions. Good stuff. Thank you, Claire. Thanks so much, Mike. That's Claire Newell, president and founder of Travel Best Bets.